Hi, this is Mike Drago, and I'm back with another edition of the Mike Drago Sports Podcast. Big week ahead for Burks basketball, especially this weekend when Reading High is involved in two big events. First, the Red Knights face Vertical Academy and one of the nation's top attractions, Mikey Williams. That goes down Friday night at Santander Arena. The next day, it's the Geigel Classic with six games starting at 1230 with the Red Knights girls, followed by five boys games. The big one, of course, is the rematch everybody's been waiting for. Reading High versus Archbishop Wood, the teams that went at it in last year's PIAA championship game. And of course, I don't have to tell you how that one turned out. It was a uh, classic match between the Red Knights and the Vikings and one of the great moments in both Reading High sports history and Berks County sports history as the Red Knights brought home their second title in five years. So we'll be talking about that rematch with Red Knights head coach Rick Perez and about uh, the uh, game against Vertical Academy. Uh, we'll also be talking to Jeremy Treatman of Play-by-Play Classics. He's the organizer for the event at Santander uh, Arena Friday night. And uh, he organizes big basketball events across the country all season long. Before we get into that, first a reminder that the Mike Drago Sports Podcast is presented this week and every week throughout this basketball season by our sponsor, Utilities Employees Credit Union. Thanks to UECU for, again, stepping up to, to the plate to sponsor our podcast. Uh, they were the sponsor throughout the football season, and we appreciate them returning and also sponsoring our weekly Girls Player of the Week. This podcast is part of MikeDragosports.com, which provides Berks County's most comprehensive coverage of boys and girls basketball, football, soccer, and more. Check out the website today. You'll find the latest coverage of Berks boys and girls basketball, including uh, our players of the week. This week, it's uh, Danny Turchi of Ole Valley was the boys pick, and Addison Benner of Brandywine Heights is the girls player of the week. Plus, you can find an update on two-time Burks Player of the Year, Donovan Jack at Burks Catholic, just uh, recently went into the Hall of Fame at Burks Catholic, and you'll find features on Burks girls basketball players such as Lakaya Solomon of Schuylkill Valley and uh, Aliyah uh, Dabney at Burks Catholic, both of those written by Jason Garante. You can subscribe to MikeDragosports.com. By going to the website, you can subscribe for the uh, yearly rate, or if you prefer, we now offer a monthly rate for just $6.99 each month. You can get access to all the action. So we'll be talking to uh, Rick Perez and Jeremy Treatman about this week's uh, big games and big events coming up in just a moment. But first, a word from our sponsor, Utilities Employees Credit Union. Did you know that Pennsylvania residents can become a member of Utilities Employees Credit Union? For 30 years, UECU has received the five-star superior rating among banks and credit unions. UECU has been assessed as having the highest ranking level in capital adequacy, asset quality, and stability. Get started online at uecu.org or stop by our branch in Wyomissing on Meridian Boulevard. So the big event Friday night uh, featuring Reading High and Vertical Academy, which you probably never heard of because, the, the, you know, until less than a year ago, that school didn't exist. But uh, it is now has become a basketball power, a basketball attraction, and in large part because of Mikey Williams, who is one of the top-ranked juniors in the country. He's a 6'3 point guard, and in addition to being a top player – he is also some kind of a special draw. He has over 5 million combined Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter followers. And earlier this year, he became the first high school player to land a multi-year footwear deal with Puma. Uh, so he's the first high school basketball player to uh, sign a sneaker deal with a global company. He's cashing in on the NIL uh, rule, which just... Uh, took place within the last year at the college level, and now high school players can take advantage of that as well. Uh, Mikey has more than 10 scholarship offers from major colleges, including Kansas, Memphis, Arizona State, USC, 
And uh, you can watch him Friday night at Santander go against the Red Knights. It should be quite an attraction. Uh, Vertical Academy was founded by his father, Malon Williams. Uh, it's interesting. They're unaffiliated with any high school state athletic association. And they're playing a 25-game national schedule in 19 states. And uh, they picked Reading as one of their stops. Time to bring on Jeremy Treatman, the founder and CEO of Scholastic Play-by-Play Classics, which organizes uh, events across the nation between top high school uh, players and teams. And uh, he put together Friday's uh, show at the Santander. Jeremy, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Excited. Yeah, I'm sure that uh, you're excited and a lot of people are about Friday's event. Uh, tell me how it came together. Uh, that's a good question. Um, I was reaching out, I, I, you know, with, with COVID, uh, it's, it's, it's the worst thing for an event coordinator and a camp director, which are the two main things I do. And I really wanted to come back with a splash here in 2021-22. I don't think anyone expected COVID to be such a huge issue once again as we lost the first Lower Murray and Reading game that was supposed to be part of one of our events in Wilmington. So I really was like keeping my eye on the top top players over the last couple of years, the DJ Wagners, the Mikey Williams, Amani Bates, uh, Jalen Dorans. And basically I set up events with just about everybody, including Bronny James. And that event we didn't get off because of COVID about three weeks ago in New Orleans against Peyton Manning's nephew, which was a darn shame. Uh, but I think right now everything's looking really good. But I had my eye on this Mikey Williams. Um, I've been doing this 22 years and I've never seen a, seen someone uh, with such popularity and such spectacular moves and a guy who's sort of brilliant. He's a self-promoter as, as a high school kid, as a 9th, 10th, 11th grader. He's in 11th grade now. And he's got over 7 million followers on his Instagram, on his Twitter, on his Facebook, TikTok, whatever. I'm not the greatest with all that stuff. I'm getting better. I'm, I'm a dinosaur. Uh, but uh, he does have a game to back him up. He's at 27 points, eight rebounds, seven assists, three steals a game. Uh, they've won a lot more games than they've lost. I don't have the exact record because they've played a lot of games, Vertical Academy. Um, so basically, I was just staying in touch with Vertical Academy and got the opportunity to do a game. Initially, it was going to be against Roman Catholic at the Palestra in Philly. Um, and with Division One rules, it just was too hard uh, to, to get that event off. So I moved it up to Reading because I wanted to have one in my area, the Philadelphia area. And, and Reading certainly I consider, you know, part of part of the greater area, the Delaware Valley. And with with Rick Perez's team coming off a state championship year with his whole team back, uh, I thought this Reading community who follows their team probably better than any uh, school in, in Pennsylvania right now. I, I thought that that would be the, the best opportunity. So. That's uh, what we did, and we feel Mikey's so big that we moved it to Santander. Um, initially, when I called Reading, you know, they were interested in doing it at, you know, their awesome arena right there on campus. But I think it's going to be really, really great at the Santander. I, you know, I think we'll be between four and six thousand people, and uh, I, I'm really curious to see Mikey Williams play. I really, I really am. Uh, he's he's really been playing well in this last two weeks. A lot of these events have really picked up. They've been sold out, and he's averaging like 25 to 28 points, and he's really exciting. It's six foot one, dunking the ball over the place, making length of the court passes and three-point shots. So he's fun to watch. So you think you're going to come close to filling up Santander, even with the COVID situation and uh, and everything else going on? Well, we'd like to. Uh, it's, you know, one of the reasons you're helping me with that right now, actually. Uh they, they tell me at Santander right now we're on a pace for about 4,500. Uh, but, you know, there's still plenty of seats. There's, there's definitely a couple thousand seats that can be sold. And they're they're very reasonably priced at, uh, you know, basically $18 around, around, the, around the horn. The, the 22s and the 25s and the 20s are probably two-thirds uh, gone right now. But there's still plenty of those as well. Uh, we expect a, a large walk-up. Um, I mean, to, to see the most exciting player and the most popular high school player, in a long, long, long time, it's a great opportunity for for Reading fans and the community and people from Philadelphia to drive drive a little west to see to see Reading. I expect to see a lot of Philadelphia people as well. Um, we're, we're excited. We're we're really excited about the event. This is the first of four events I have with Mikey Williams and Vertical Academy in North Carolina. So uh, we're re really excited to see to see how to see how it goes. More tickets have been sold for this game 
uh, ahead of time than the other three. Uh, now that this game is closer, but you know that's also a good sign. It shows that I made a good decision because the Reddit community, you know, certainly appears to be coming out for this type of an event. So it appears we're entering a new era in high school sports when uh, a player such as this uh, really becomes the becomes the main event and and and, and kind of calls his own shots. And his dad, uh, Malin. Uh, Williams actually created this school, Vertical Academy, basically just for Mikey and other talented players like that to to have a kind of a prep school where they could play. Uh, uh, the dad says this is kind of like the European model where where uh, scholastic sports aren't really run by high schools. They're more like an AAU style thing. Do, do you see us going in that direction in, within the next 10 to 20 years that the that sports will move off campus and become more of an AAU style? I don't know if I consider it AAU style, but I do think that what's happening here is, is definitely going in this direction. Most of the really, really, really good players right now are playing in a league that was created by my ESPN partner, Rashid Ghazi, where IMGs and Oak Hills and Calvary Christians and Montverds, they've got most of the great players. What Lonnie Walker did at Reading a couple of years ago, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I don't think Lonnie Walker would have ever left Reading in any situation in any era. But I'll tell you what, in five years from now, if Lonnie Walker had come around in 2027, he, he'd be a rare he'd be a rare gem to stay at his local high school and his local community because it just seems like all of these uh, types of schools, uh, prep schools and these schools that are kind of started independent schools, uh, where the family can run it or uh, private people can, can run the school, not not the school itself, like you like you're like you're saying, and I agree with you 100 percent on that. Um, I, I, I think it'd be hard pressed. I, I've seen a lot of people I never thought would leave their schools in the last two, three years. Bam, they're they're playing for Calvary Christian, Sunrise Christian, Link Academy. And whether you like it or not, this is the way it is. Um, I love high school sports. I love high school basketball. I've been doing this for 22 years. And this is what's, this is, I have to stay with the times and, and this is what it is. Uh, I will say this, Tyreek Evans out of Chester High School, his family started American Christian High School, you know, right 10 miles from me in Chester uh, back in the mid 2000s, late 2000s. Uh, so this isn't new. This isn't new, but it, but it is, uh, it, it is the sign of the times. And it is difficult for people like myself who, you know, has been involved in high school sports for 40 years to, to, to wrap my head around this where, you know, this, this team, basically they're a barnstorming team from a school that didn't even exist a year ago. And, uh, and, and here they are playing a national tour. I don't, I guess they don't even play any home games, but uh, it's interesting. You mentioned Lonnie Walker and, and Lonnie was a unique situation. He, both he and his dad, Lonnie senior were, just uh, determined to stay in Reading. There was a lot of pressure on Lonnie to to you know to move to another school. I know the the, the Roman Catholic really wanted him the year that they they had that uh, state championship team with all of, all of that talent four or five years ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, yep. Lonnie would have you know I mean they already won the state title without him. I don't know I don't know what they would have done with him, but uh, he resisted that notion. And I think that's uh, you know that's part of the charm of Lonnie and why he's so popular around here. Uh, so this matchup is interesting uh, because you've got Reading High, which is a public high school, which is kind of a dinosaur now too. When when you're talking about basketball uh, dynasties, they're you know. Well, it's one it's one it's one of the reasons I chose Reading because I have so much respect for Reading and I have so much respect for Rick Perez, and he wanted this opportunity when I ran it by him. He says we want to play this game, and I said let's do this for the Reading community. Let's make it happen, and and that's what we're doing. And, you know, it's interesting, Reading played in the state championship last year against Archbishop Wood, which is a private school, which, you know, collects all-star players from throughout Philadelphia and the region. And it made for a classic matchup against Reading, which is a public school where all the kids have been playing together since second, third, fourth grade. They know each other so well. And it was just a, a beautiful game because it was such a contrast in, in cultures. And um, uh, but, but Reading, you know, team, schools like Reading, they're kind of going out of style, which would be, be a shame. I mean, uh, you, you know the uh, Rick and the Reading program pretty well. What, what do you think has... Uh, help them elevate their game over the last five, six years, you know, post Lonnie. I mean, obviously he was a great player, but they've been doing it now without him. 
Uh, I, I think it's uh, very similar to what my mentor and where I used to coach at Lower Marine with Greg Downer. I think Rick Perez has created a culture. And it's it, they're the new Chester. Fred Pickett, excuse me, one second here. Um, Fred Pickett and some other people at Chester High School created the, the, the crazy Chester culture over the years. And now I think Reading is that number one team in Pennsylvania that has the culture. Every kid growing up in Reading wants to be Danielle Marshall and Lonnie Walker and wear the Reading High uh, red and, and, and represent Reading on a, on a big stage locally, statewide, nationally, if it comes to that. And because you're in a community there. So it, it's not like you're in Philadelphia and there's a 300 suburbs around and a Catholic school, a private school can grab you. Sure, there's Berks Catholic. Sure, there's, there's schools around you. But Reading's perfectly set up where, for you to play for your local team, one. Number two, Perez has set up this culture where every kid wants to play for him. Every kid plays hard. Every kid is, is doing everything they can from a young age uh, all throughout the year, fall, winter, spring, and, and there's a culture. Greg Downer created this culture at Lower Marion, and Lower Marion beat Reading yesterday, and it just, it just shows you. Lower Marion was shorthanded. A star player got hurt. And these are two of the probably four best teams in the 6A division right there. That, that might have been a state championship game preview. Um, but, but you saw, uh, you, you see how well Lomarine's playing even when they're shorthanded. You see how well Reading plays even when they're shorthanded. And I really think it's that, that the culture was created. You've got a guy who loves Reading. He loves Reading, and he exudes confidence and enthusiasm, and he's beloved in Reading. Fred Pickett was beloved in Chester. Greg Downer's beloved in Lomarine. Jim D'Onofrio is beloved in the Plymouth, White Marsh, Plymouth meeting area. And I, I think an iconic figure to hedge your program uh, goes a long, long way in what you're asking me. Yeah, and it's it's a beautiful thing to see what Reading's got going on because, uh, you know, the kids, uh, they know each other so well and they are teammates and they, they grow up playing uh, throughout the spring and summer in regional tournaments and they go to Florida. And, and, and But, they you know, they're not bringing in a lot of players from outside and and uh, their players aren't leaving to go to Berks Catholic and other uh, local uh, parochial schools, which is, a, you know, a great thing to, to see. So I, I don't know how, how much longer Rick Perez can keep that going. Hopefully he can. It's, it's still a young team. I mean, they've got a couple of seniors on this team. Uh, Daniel Alcantara and Joey Chapman are the, the senior starters. But uh, Ruben Rodriguez is a junior and Miles uh, – Miles Gray's a junior. They got a lot of good sophomores and freshmen coming up. So this is just, uh, you know, the sort of the beginning of a of a another uh, Reading dynasty, so to speak. Uh, they've won they've won two of the last uh, five POWA championships, and uh, they're going to be put to the test here now against Vertical Academy. Well, tell me, I mean, as good as Reading is, and they, you know, they may be one of the best two or three or four teams in the state. I mean, do they have a chance against this vertical team? I looked at their roster. Every guy on that team is 6'3", 6'4", 6'5". They've got guys from Georgia, California, uh, all across the country. Uh, you know, is Reading going to be able to make this a competitive game? Yes, they are. And I'm going to tell you why. You've actually alluded to it already. Reading guys have been playing with each other for years under a system, under a style that works for them, that they've been winning 85% of their games in the last five years. They know each other. This Mikey Williams team has been put together this year. I mean, these guys are still getting to know each other. Um, are they more talented than Reading? I would. They probably are. Is Reading more talented than Lower Marion? They probably are. So the, the most most talented team doesn't always win. Um, you see that in, in pro sports. You see it in college sports. Uh, Reading's plenty talented enough, by the way. They're plenty good enough in, in basketball to beat a Mikey Williams team. I watched some games um, – on Streamline yesterday from another event where the underdog team won four straight games over the, the kind of national prep school team that Mikey Williams team is. Um, so it, and it, it can be done. Um, Mikey Williams and Trey Parker are two major division one guards. There's no question about it. Mikey has an offer from Kansas and 30 other places. He's the first high school player ever get an NIL deal. He's got to deal with Puma. Uh, I'm not exactly sure how that works, but being at a private school, I think it was able to be arranged. He has a modeling deal. Um, 
but but in terms of basketball, uh, he, he's really stepped up in this last month. I think he's been 28, 28, 27, 32, 33 in his last five, six games. And these are against really good teams. So he's he's really stepping up. I expect a dogfight because I think I, not I, I, when a team goes at you hard, let's see. How, it doesn't matter how talented the, the other team is. Let's see if they can, uh, you know, if the other team punches them in the mouth. Let's see how they, how they react. And I think Redding's going to be in their face. I think they're going to be angry coming off this lower Murrayan loss. Uh, you talk about building something and not having your star players from Redding leave. Redding wins this game. Redding's competitive with Mikey Williams. All it's going to do is help Redding, you know, keep building their culture and keep uh, keeping kids in place in the city of Redding. So they, uh, they're going to want to play. And I, I think this is a great showcase for the city of Redding. So I, I can't wait. It's going to be so exciting. Well, w- one thing we know is it, it's the Red Knights are going to have a home court advantage because that place is going to be filled with people wearing the red and black. And uh, Reading High has become such a popular team. It's all it's always been this way, but you know, ever since Lonnie Walker, it's it's been increased. Where it's just not the city of Reading team. It is a county wide. They have a county wide following and fans. You know, from Wilson and Governor Mifflin and Muhlenberg. Obviously, they cheer for their teams. And but once those seasons are over they become Reading High fans and they they followed that Lonnie uh, Walker bandwagon to Hershey and and they did it again well, last year although they weren't allowed to go to, to games at the Geigel but they people were, were still interested in that team and following it uh, very exactly. intensely so uh, Reading's going to have that home home court advantage that's going to be great to see uh, Jeremy tell me how can people get tickets for this game okay so here's what I want to let everyone know you can just go right up to the ticket office over at the Santander Arena. You can come the day of the game, or you can buy them now all week up there, or you can buy them on Ticketmaster, or you can go to our website, playbyplayclassics.com. Uh, you can also go to playbyplayclassics.com slash tickets. Uh, and I think it's ticketmaster.com, and you just you just have to punch in that you want Santander Arena and Reading. I will say this: there, it's a little, it's cheaper if you don't buy it online, and you can, if you're able to go over to Santander, you can save yourself some service fees. And if you can't do it though, I'd, I'd grab your ticket online because Mikey Williams is the truth. He's a show, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And, and you'll be able to get tickets uh, the day of the game as well. We expect a big walk up the day of the game. Um, so there's there's three ways. Um, we and I'll be tweeting it out. And uh, maybe Mike, you could retweet it as well because I'll, I put the, I'll put the ticket link up uh, today as well. Once again, um, for Reading fans, and I'll send it to Coach Perez's tw- uh, Twitter, and he'll retweet it as well. So there, there's lots of ways. But if you ever get stuck, you just all you do is go to the same Panda Arena box office or show up the day of the game, and you'll get your ticket there as well. So uh, Jeremy's been uh, organizing events like this for over 20 years. Uh, I, I think you've yeah. had more than 100 uh, future NBA players in your events, including guys like uh, LeBron James, Dwight Howard, Kevin Durant, Lonnie Walker. Uh, tell me, of all the high school players you've seen, LeBron the best? Now, I'm an assistant coach for Kobe Bryant, so I, I don't want people in Lower to get mad at me. Uh I, I think so. I mean, in terms of just simple, pure domination, I, I think LeBron was the best. I think LeBron was the best. I, I'd have to say, you know, I, I, in terms of who I've seen in person, was Rashid Wallace more dominating than Kobe Bryant? It's pretty darn close. Remember, Kobe, Kobe got better, so much better uh, all through high school, then he got so much better through his first four or five years in the league. Where LeBron was a man child. He was a man child in high school. He was a six foot eight, two hundred forty pound athlete. He could have. He was ready to be an NFL tight end within two years. So he just couldn't be stopped due to physicality. In terms of being the better basketball player, Kobe's the best high school player I've seen. Um, DeJuan Wagner, I got to put him up there because his senior year at Camden, he was born in forty plus, and it was legit. It wasn't just running gunning. I mean, DeJuan Wagner. It's a shame he never really got a chance to have become a star in the NBA because he would have been like Allen Iverson, in my opinion. Um, the big guys. Yeah. I, Anthony Davis was great. And Kevin Durant was great. Kevin Durant was nothing like he is in the NBA when he was in high school. So he's another guy who progressed to be one of the all time greats. So the guys who were really, really unbelievable as high school seniors, I, I would put LeBron one. Yep. Now, of course, I never got a chance to see LeBron live in high school, but on my list, it would have to be Billy Owens from uh, from Carlisle as far as the, the best Pennsylvania high school player I've seen. Did, did you get a chance to see Billy play? 
I did, and I know Billy, and we've we've had discussions about this. Billy versus uh, Kobe in high school. Billy was incredible. He he reminds me of Gene Banks. So when Gene Banks was at West Billy High in the seventies, he was already his NBA weight. He was already six eight two fifty, dominating. They went sixty four and and one. Um, I, I'd have to say Will Chamberlain and Lou Alcindor would probably, and maybe Pete Maravich would probably be the next best high school players. But I never saw any of them play live. But Billy Owens was an absolute beast in high school um was very good in college and was a solid pro where so his his uh his dominance went down as he got older uh so it was a, it was a little different but yeah he was a man he was a man in high school and he, he 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 couldn't be stopped i agree with you there yeah four straight PWA championships uh for billy and uh jeff lebo was on that that team and his brother older brother michael owens uh, it was quite a dynasty that they had uh, so anyway, Jeremy, hey, this is great talking high school basketball with you. I appreciate it and uh, looking forward to seeing you on Friday. Thank you so much, Mike. And uh, yeah, this was really, really fun. I talk high school basketball with you all day, all night. And any fans want to get in touch with me anytime. Um, you know, I even get out, give out my number 215-668-1501. I get a lot of fan calls. All, all the time talk about these high school games and stuff um so i hope to see everybody out there it's going to be a, it's going to be a show uh reading vertical academy and let's not forget executive uh education's also playing muhlenberg in the first game so uh there's about five division one players in, in that first game as well so it should be a lot of fun jeremy thanks for joining us you got it thank you time to bring in rick perez head coach of the reading high red knights now in his 11th season and rick has coached more games than anyone in Reading High basketball history. Rick, how's it feel to, to hear something like that? Uh, well, you know, it's always an honor. You know, anytime you can, uh, first of all, coaching at, at Reading High every year, you know, we count in dog years. You know, you go through a lot, you know, but uh, it's, it's worth it. You know, the relationships that we build, um, you know, just the memories that are made. There's no place like Reading High, you know, so – the fact that I've uh, <laughs> I've been able to withstand it this long and, and, and still feel healthy and, you know, still love what I do, you know, it, it's a great feeling. Uh, yeah, not many guys have. I mean, no, no, nobody's coached as many games as you have. And, uh, you know, it's obviously a demanding 24-7, 12 months a year job. Uh, your first year, halfway into your first year, did you did you think you would last this long? Oof. Well, you know, I think a couple couple things really saved me throughout the process. And, you know, uh, first of all, having my brother Matt Flowers by my side, you know, because um, that's what coaching is all about. You know, team is all about. It's the camaraderie. So when you got your brother by your side, you really can endure anything. You know, I had people like, you know, Dr. Goodhart who came into my life to really helped me navigate the political, um, you know, standpoint of, of the job. Um, not only that, you know, he, he's a great man, so he really helped me to – you know, to, to, to really embody the entire role. Because when I first came in, it was, you know, all I thought about was coaching. And I didn't understand, you know, I'm not a politician. I don't like politics. But the reality is when you're writing, writing high basketball coach, that's something that you're going to have to deal with, something that you're going to have to embrace. And not just writing high basketball coach, but any coach, you know. Um, so, you know, he really helped me put a lot of things together. But, you know, having my brother by my side, all those great coaches that have been by our side throughout the process, and all those great players, you know, listen, we, you know, I, I knew we could make it through anything. Got a little hot, you know, um, at Reading High, you got to deliver championships. And uh, we didn't do those early on in our, in our, in our career there, but um, we knew we were building towards something. So we believed in our work and, uh, you know, here we stand today. That's right. Uh, Rick Perez's second season, 15 wins, 15 losses. Uh, and and your, your first County championship didn't come until your fourth season. When did you start to, to kind of feel comfortable, though, and get in the flow of of the job as as you know it? Um, I, I think it was, you know, really in in, and I can't even count the seasons at this point. But that year we went to the final four. Um, I really felt comfortable with myself, um, which is very important, you know. I have really started to make some changes in my life um, and my preparation on a day to day basis, you know, whether it's through spiritual, mental, um, you know, physical health. So I started to make a lot of commitments, you know, at those levels. And it was the relationships. We, we Like I said, we've always had amazing relationships, but 
you know, that year, Damon, Kyrie, Lonnie, things just really took, they went to another level. You know, Owenis, the way that we bonded with the guys and uh, coaching, it, it just it really became more organic. Our relationships were, I mean, as sincere as they could come. And it made, they made coaching easy for me, you know, um, and they really pushed me. You know, before I was pretty tough. You know, in my first couple of years, everything was about toughness and winning. Um, but, you know, they brought a, a softer side to myself, but also helped me to, to remain tough, you know, and, and I learned how to be tough at the right moments, you know, and they needed a level of love that uh, I always had for every player, but maybe I wasn't displaying on a consistent basis. And that was your, your fifth season, the uh, 2015-16 season. You won the Burks title, your first district title, and you made it to the state semifinals. Uh, and I, I, I said at the time, Reading's the only city that has a parade for a team that, you know, only made it to the state semis. Usually, you know, you have to win a state title like as you did the following year. But I think that kind of put things in perspective in terms of, how important basketball is in Reading and how much they love the Red Knights. And, and they love that team. And the guys you mentioned, Lonnie and Damon and Kyrie, I mean, it was just a team that you love to watch play because yeah. one, they played so well and they played together and they played with a, just a passion and, 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 and an enjoyment. And, and you couldn't go to, go to watch those guys play and, and not leave feeling good about yourself and about them. So, so that was, that was just amazing. So, now, after 11, uh, 10 seasons, 11 seasons, two state championships, uh, it, you know, do you, do you have to pinch yourself sometimes because Reading went over 100 years and, and never won one? I mean, most, most schools in the state have never even gotten to a state final, and here you have two in five years. What's that been like for you? Um, you know, it, it for me, and, and I – you know, I stick by this and some people may take it as they want, but, you know, the championships are not what mean a lot to me. You know, I, I look at the trophies, the, the trophies are our microphone. Those are a megaphone. That's the way we've got, we now have people's attention. They'll listen to us because what we say is now validated through those championships. But it's, uh, you know, it, we have so much that we can do here, you know, uh, through the game of basketball. I mean, we can really change our community. We're changing a lot of lives through it. So, and we're just going to continue to push, you know, and, uh, you know, those championships for myself, I mean, maybe when I'm 70, I'm sitting on the porch having a beer, you know, yeah, I'll talk about it. You know, I'll let, I'll let my grandchildren know and everybody know about it. I'll probably wear the rings nonstop on a daily basis, but you know, at this point right now, it's just really eye opening to what we can achieve and where we can go, you know, for so long, uh, you know, Reading has just been, uh, you know, it, it's the grind, blue collar, hard worker, put your hard hat on and get it done. You know, we're always the under underdog, the underappreciated, you know. Um, and now at this point, you know, where we are, we're, we're not the underdog anymore. You know, now we're the hunted, we're the top of the food chain. And that's a new space for us. Um, and we need to be able to embrace that. You know, we need to be able to function at this new level um i'm watching man in the Are man in the arena uh with tom brady which i would highly suggest everybody tune into and uh you know being able to to sustain that level of uh of hard work you know that efficiency that greatness uh, is very difficult and it's not for everybody and reading high basketball is not for everybody either so uh enough of the platitudes here and, and talk about how great you are you lost a game Sunday night at Lower Marion, which a lot of teams have lost at Kobe Bryant Court. Uh, their big guy, Demetrius Lilly, Penn State recruit, went off for 28 points. And you told me earlier this this year that this is the season of the big man. There are a lot of quality big men in the state. You already played one early this year from Pocono Mountain West, uh, Christian Fermin, and you did a great job against him. Is that your – your number one concern because you're not a big team you you're you have a 6-2 center you have a a little bit of length with daniel alcantara at 6-6 uh but that's really it you're for a 6-a team you're really small is that your number one concern moving forward 
it, it's not. I would say it's my second concern. Um, you know, but you have to learn to defend the post. You know, you have to learn to protect the paint. There's so many ways to do it. It's not just about size. You know, uh, basketball allows you, you know, physicality, gang rebounding, you know, so many different ways that you can really protect the paint. Um, and I think we have the quickness and the strength to be able to do that. But my first concern with our team is, are, are our young men embracing the role of the hunted, um, which is very difficult for 16, 17, 18 year old young men to do knowing, you know, we took two losses this year, Devin prep and Laura Marion. Um, and, you know, had there been a lot of fans or it had been in their homes or wherever it is, they, their, their, their people would have probably stormed the court, you know, on those wins. And we have to understand the, 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 the excitement, you know, the passion that people are putting forth when playing against us, you know, I've been at Reading for 20 years now, and I know people are always going to give us their best shot. It's at a whole new level now, you know, and we have to be able to embrace that on a nightly basis. We can't be nonchalant, you know, in our approach. Um, we have to use our experience to our advantage, but I just don't think right now we're ready to fight and defend on a daily basis like we need to. Um, and that, you know, that came to light yesterday. Um, now, Greg Downer and Lower Marion are amazing basketball team. He strategically, I mean, it was almost like youth basketball. They were entering the ball from nearly half court to him. <laughs> you know, um, you know, they changed up their, their entry points. They weren't entering from the wing. Everything came in from the point, which, you know, minimized help. And uh, so he did a great job coaching. You know, he got the better of us. Uh, he got the better of myself. Their players got the better of us. Um, and you know, we'll, we'll learn from it, but if we can grow with a sense of urgency, um, to defend the art on a daily basis, we'll, we'll be in a better place moving forward. So, I mean, I have to note that, that your, your team has in a, been in a bit of a transition period for the last two, two and a half weeks, because you've been playing without a couple of starters. Now, uh, Joey Chapman came back about two to three games ago. Daniels now played the last two games, but not in the starting lineup. So you're not the team that you were uh, the first two weeks of the season when you went down to uh, uh, played LaSalle and just ran them off the floor. And when you beat Imhotep uh, Charter in that season opener, how, how close are you and how, you know, until you're going to get back into full stride where you're, where you're the team that we saw in early December? You know, um, we, we just have to get back to playing distraction free basketball. You know, we have to, you know, it's, it, Right now, those things, although we're not at full strength, those things were, you know, they were self-imposed, you know, so now it puts some hurdles in our way in our development, um, you know, in our progress throughout the season. So we just have to get back on track and, you know, flow is very important. You know, you want to build momentum at this point. It's not about winning games, not about being at your best here in January. Um, but, you know, every game you want to be able to see that, yes, we clicked at a, in a certain manner in every game. Um, so that you can build momentum moving forward. And uh, so, you know, we just have to get back to those things, you know, being more fluid. Um, and like I said, being just playing distraction-free basketball. Now, I, I don't know if you'll agree with me or even you want to want to publicly say that you agree with me, but I, I'm thinking down the road, once you get to February, mid to late February playoffs, March, that these things are going to benefit you because – Right now, guys know that they have to follow the rules and toe the line and do the things you ask them if they want to get on the court. And, and they're not going to forget that after they've been sitting for a few games. So uh, I think that's that's going to help, you know, by the end of the season. And maybe maybe you look back and say, yeah, this, this actually was a good thing. Yeah, you know, that that's the hope. Um, that's the hope. And I, I, I believe in all these guys. You know, we got you got to be reminded. We all got to be reminded we're dealing with young men you know, and their development, their character comes first. So, you know, whatever it takes, you know, basketball is the incentive um, just to doing right, you know, in all those other areas of your life. So we're going to put their development first. Um, we're going to love them throughout the process. And, uh, you know, hopefully we don't have to go down that road uh, anymore so with that we could just function, focus on doing what we do. And, and that's hoop. The hoop <laughs> together. Okay, so let's talk about Friday's game, Vertical Academy. I'm going to say this will be the first time in your coaching career that one of the opposing players was richer than you are. 
I think Mikey Williams probably has a few more bucks in the bank than you, unless you've been holding out on me. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, that that might be right. You know? I mean, this guy's a junior in high school, and he just signed a deal with Puma for a couple of million bucks. I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like Rip Van Winkle that I was asleep for 40 years and woke up, and now we've got NIL, not only at the college level, but with high school juniors and a kid playing at a school that didn't exist a year ago. It's it's pretty amazing, but uh, whatever it is, uh, it's it's a it's a great opportunity for Reading High. Am I right to kind of get on the on the national map here? Is that how you see this game? Yeah, you know, um, as I told you before, you know, with us, you know, winning the state championships, um, you know, we we continue to move up, you know, and and the platforms that we get to play on appear to get bigger and bigger, um, you know. So it's an honor to be you know, in, in this space, our young men have worked to be in this space. No, we don't have anybody signing Puma deals or, you know, anybody with a, a, a plethora of division one offers, but their work ethic, you know, speaks volumes. Right. And that's how we got here, you know? Um, so, I mean, we're going to embrace the opportunity at the end of the day. Listen, the ball's got to go up. You got to get tipped. And I don't know if there's, we, I don't care who got a Puma deal, who don't have a Puma deal. You know, we got to play ball, and that's what I love about our guys. I know they're going to embrace that opportunity just to play basketball Friday night. Well, maybe you can get Mikey Williams and Xavier Davis together for a minute or two before after that game, and, and Mikey can introduce Xavier to some of those Puma people because I know Xavier's got a future in, uh, in, in shoe design. He already does that. And, uh, you know, maybe help the guy out a little bit. What do you think? Was that part of the contract that you signed here? <laughs> well, I didn't check the details of the contract, but I will. And you know, see, but you know, Mike, that's the that's the difference. You know, in the space that all these young men with social media, you know, and where the world is going now, I mean, they have opportunities to network at a whole new level that we never thought imaginable. Who would think a seventeen-year-old would be signing signing a Puma deal? You know, or have you know have access and that a bit? You know, so they, these young men have so many opportunities. So you know, we're, we're going to go out there and we're going to go to war. But guess what? After the game, that sounds like a good idea. Let's introduce X to Mikey and see if we can make money here. So, so uh, I looked at the, the Vertical Academy uh, roster, and every guy's like 6'3", 6'4", 6'6". They're from all over the country. And, you know, you got a bunch of guys from Reading. I mean, how, how are you even going to stay on the court with them? Because we're Reading. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what's kept us on the court up, up until this point. You know, there's there's chemistry, there's family, there's pride, you know, there's purpose. Um, that's just at a whole nother level. You know, we're not playing for marketing deals or, you know, for show or social media likes. And, you know, listen, we, we play basketball because that's what we love to do. You know, we're going to do the dirty things that, that may not get promoted. You know, we, get, we do the things that don't make ESPN. Um, and that's what pushes us over the top. And, and I think that's what makes uh, part of this game Friday night at Santander, uh, 8 o'clock. It's the second game of a doubleheader. Uh, Muhlenberg plays at 6.30 in the first game. Uh, and you got your brother, Matt, uh, a little job there. You got him on the card, too. So that's great. The Mules get to play uh, Executive uh, Education Academy. Uh, so – uh, but one of the neat things about this matchup, and as you said, Reading's a blue-collar town and, and you have a blue-collar team, is that it's it's such a contrast against this national all-star team. Very similar to last year's state final when you played Archbishop Wood with all of their Division One players from all over Philly and the Philly suburbs. And and But your guys won that game because they knew each other. They played for each other and, uh, and they came through. And I got to think that Anytime you take the floor, you, you you have to feel that's that's your that's you know the ace up your sleeve is that your guys know each other and they are a true team. No, you know, pur purpose will always prevail. I'm a firm believer in that. Um, you know, and that and that's what gives us you know the, a shot every single time. And our, our young man, as I was speaking to you, you know, earlier as to where we are right now. Um, we have to get back to playing with that purpose on a regular basis because um, that's, you know, that's our foundation. You know, when we're playing for each other, when we're loving each other, when that's on full display, I, I don't, 
I feel we can play anywhere with anyone at any time. And, and this will be a true test because this vertical uh, team, as I said, it's it's loaded with national all-star type players that just came in to form a team, um, and, you know, versus a, a public school, which which Reading High is. And you don't have, uh, you know, the transfers um, that uh, a lot of these schools that you play have. Uh, that's just the way it is, and that's just the way it worked out. Uh, but, but that again, that makes just makes it more intriguing. And if if you do win, and when when you do beat these uh, uh, these collections, these teams, I call them collections, when they bring in kids from all over the city of Philadelphia and whatnot, I think it just makes it all that much more rewarding. So mm-hmm. tell me, how how good is this this team you're going to play Friday night? Um, well, I really didn't get to t- get to take a look at them. I know they recently beat uh, I know they recently beat West Town, you know. Um, and you know, Mikey Williams has has been a, you know, he's a thrill to watch. You know, the the kids love him through social media. I got to watch him a little bit. Um, what I really like is, you know, what I've seen before is his workouts, and you know, it appears that he's nothing. You know, his his work ethic matches his play, which I like that. You know, because I can watch a lot of people who play at a high level and I really can't respect their work ethic. But, you know, I think he's truly tough. He's not just tough for the camera. I think he is a very tough player, very skilled, um, you know, plays at a high level. So, you know, I'm, you know, if his, if his work ethic can match ours, I I look forward to seeing what that's going to look like in the ring Friday. So there, there's more than just the hype behind this guy. He can really play. He can play. Yep, he can play. Okay, good. So uh, the schedule is not ideal because less than 24 hours after playing Vertical Academy, you're right back up against it, against Archbishop Wood, the team that you beat uh, six, well, eight months ago, ten months ago in the state final, and they're playing very well. Um, I guess that was unavoidable, though. You just kind of had to, you know, either take the game or not, correct? Yeah, no, no, it, it was avoidable. We had a choice, you know, and, but, you know, we're not going to turn down a, a weekend of great basketball like this. You know, it's January. You know, this is what you do here. You figure yourself out, you know, basket, you know, the game of, or any sport, you know, you can, you can, the sun that, you know, there's always a, you can be crying one day and celebrating the next day, you know. So we're going to embrace that, that opportunity this weekend. Uh, and, you know, the scary thing about Archbishop Wood, they don't have the talent level that they had last year, but they're playing very good basketball, you know? Um, and I didn't think as a team, when we played them, they played, you know, a, a very much a team game. I didn't, I didn't get that sense, but now, you know, they have amazing coach and John Moscow. And I think they're playing some amazing team basketball for them to come out, beat Devin prep by double digits, um, you know, to beat Roman Catholic. Um, you know, I, I know we're going to, I know we're going to go to war, you know, both Friday and Saturday. Two different styles of basketball, two different, you know, talent levels. But at the end of the day, it's still going to be great basketball. Uh, will the emotional challenge be the one of the biggest obstacles? Because, you know, win or lose Friday night, uh, your guys are going to, you know, they're obviously looking forward to that. They're peaking and then they got to come right back uh, the next day and play again. Is that is that going to be one of the toughest things you face? This is a Hooper's dream, man. I you get up and go. You know, we'll, we'll be all right. There's there's some, you know, these guys are going into cryotherapy. They can go to yoga. They can go see the trainer. They can do all types of things. Their bodies will be nice and ready Saturday. All right. What kind of uh, uh, crowd are you expecting a Friday night? And have you been hearing a lot of buzz from your fans and people telling you that they're going to be going to this game? Yeah, well, first of all, I'm tired of people asking me about the Mikey Williams game. It's the Reading High basketball game at Santander featuring <laughs> Mikey Williams. Okay, let's get that right. Um, you know, he's coming into our town. Um, so, you know, we look forward to having Vertical Academy and those great people, in uh, you know, here in our hometown. Um, but uh, I hear about it every day, you know, um, and especially the kids in the area really want to get out to the game. Anytime you have a program like that coming out, uh, you know, a young man coming like that, you know, you, you got to come out and enjoy it. You know, we got the luxury of, you know, spending our, our careers, you know, with Lonnie and we know how that made others feel when, you know, they're in that presence, you know, so, um, you know, our kids are getting an opportunity to meet somebody, hopefully, you know, and, uh, but, you know, we, you know, we're, we, we got to make it about basketball, you know, and, and make it about ready high basketball. So, 
hopefully everybody makes it, you know, the commitment to come out, you know, tickets will be much cheaper at the door. And uh, I think we'll pack the house. Well, two things I know about the Red Knights is, is one, they're, they're not going to be intimidated uh, by anybody because these, these guys grew up in playing for KTB and they've been all over the country and they played great players before. So they're not going to be, you know, starstruck once they get on the floor uh, yeah. against this team. And the other is that you're going to be the home team. You're going to have that home hometown advantage and Red Knights fans from all over uh, Reading and Berks County are going to be there behind you. So that, that should, uh, that should help maybe put you over the top. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I wanted the game at the guy, but you know, the Santander, that's a, that's the second home right there. So I'm good. <laughs> right. You, you guys, Red Knights have a good track record at, at Santander. Uh, just as they do with the guy going everywhere they play. So uh, it should be quite an event. Uh, Rick Perez, head coach of the Reading High Red Knights. I appreciate you joining me on the podcast. Your first visit here certainly won't be your last, I hope. Oh, Mike, thank you. It's an honor. Continue doing a great job. You know, uh, you never stop, brother. So nothing but respect for what you do. Thank you. I'll see you Friday night. All right, Mike. Take care. You are listening to the Mike Drago Sports Podcast, which is brought to you each week during basketball season by Utilities Employees Credit Union. UECU is a proud supporter of MikeDragoSports.com, Girls Basketball Player of the Week. UECU invites you to visit UECU.org to start enjoying low member loan rates, competitive deposit rates, rewards, discounts, and exclusive member member benefits. UECU membership is free and open to Pennsylvania residents. Visit uecu.org. So it was great catching up with Reading High basketball coach Rick Perez, who's on his way to becoming the winningest coach in Red Knights history. That could happen later this season if the Red Knights make another extended playoff run, as they did last season. Uh, first, they've got a couple of challenges up up directly ahead this week. Uh, Friday against Vertical Academy, and then Saturday in the Geigel Classic when they get a rematch against Archbishop Wood, the team they defeated last season in the PLAA Championship game. That is the last of six games at the Geigel. Should be tipping around 7.30 or so Saturday night. Before that, uh, you've got the Reading High girls playing Allen at 12.30, and then five boys games, uh, Allentown Allen against Church Farm, McCaskey against Hazleton, Deeriff against C.D. East, Muhlenberg against Susquehanna Township. With Deeriff, uh, it brings back the return of J.T. Randall, the former Reading High assistant coach who's now coaching at Deeriff, and also it brings back Matt Flowers, who's now in his first season as head coach at Muhlenberg after being with Rick Perez for all these years. So that's going to wrap it up on the Mike Drago Sports Podcast for this week. Thanks, as always, to my technical advisor, Joe Mays, who helps produce this podcast. Joe is the host of the Bulldog Hour, which you can listen to throughout football season. This podcast is part of MikeDragoSports.com, which provides Berks County's most comprehensive coverage of boys and girls basketball, football, soccer, and more throughout the year. Check out the website today to find out the latest on Berks boys and girls basketball. And, of course, we have football coverage throughout the year. Until next week, that'll do it for now.